Hello, and welcome to the 14th episode of the Mangalog podcast. My name is John, and I'm the sole host of this podcast. Uh, as an introduction, this is a, well, supposed to be a weekly 15 to 30 minute podcast, um, spoiler free, and it's just the idea is just I introduce a new manga to you each week in hopes that you find your new favorite manga, or, you know, just encourage you to try out something that you wouldn't have normally tried or have found out about. So that's the idea. Um, granted, I have been covering some popular series, including the topic for this uh, week's episode, um, but occasionally I'll I'll try to throw in some uh, some other series that might not get as much attention. Um, I do read a lot of shonen, so you will see those pop up quite frequ- frequently. And for those who are not familiar with shonen, it's like shows like uh, Naruto, Bleach, One Piece. The uh, those are like the main ones that come to mind. But Dragon Ball is another one. Those really mega popular action series that run in the weekly Shonen Jump magazine, um, or just now it's like I guess it's just called Shonen Jump. Um, but uh yeah so um normally i would uh do some community questions and comments of course i haven't gotten any but it's okay because i'm going to be creative uh so what i would like to do is just shout out some of my new followers on twitter that's really exciting i only have like 10 but i'm really happy because i just you know i just started the uh the the twitter so um yeah and a few of the follows are very uh um special to me because we have um colton from uh, manga mavericks uh, podcast um it's another one of those senpai notice me uh, moments uh before it was the uh manga machinations podcast that started following me which was had me super excited <laughs> um and now i have the other manga senpai uh colton from manga mavericks um i highly encourage you guys to check out both of those podcasts both manga machinations and uh manga mavericks um they are way more informed on the subject than I am, and they've covered manga for much longer than I have. And uh, also, those um, Manga Mavericks has two um, hosts, uh, and then Machinations has three, and they all are just like, they're really, really cool. Um, and they have a great, um, just dynamic with each other, and I really love listening to them um, each week, or at least... Uh, they try to do oh, well my condition is pretty good about releasing each week <laughs> i can't say the same for my members and like i have room to talk because i can almost barely get my episodes out <laughs> every week so um but yeah shout out to them and also just a couple other followers um we got aiden who is at koi boy oh god that's really hard at koi boy b boy <laughs> and then we have uh looks like zach uh zach lawson at zaki senpai um yeah, thanks for, thanks for the follows, guys. Really appreciate it. I uh, hope you're keeping up with the episodes and uh, that, that I don't bore you to death. But uh, if you're following me, uh, then that means I'm uh, doing something right, I hope. Um, yeah, so uh, this week's episode is on One Piece. And uh, it's a little bit of an intimidating episode because just like Dragon Ball, One Piece has this huge, like, just amazing following and just a huge... Um, legacy i shouldn't say legacy because it's not over but it had it might as well um be considered over because it's just like been running you think because it's running since the 90s that it would be over by now but and there's so much of it that yeah yeah but it's still going um but it has this huge uh, following it has this huge community um and it's uh it's a very very intimidating to get into um i contemplate what i wanted to do this because i remember when i first recorded the introduction for the show i said yeah i'm probably not going to cover a super long series and yet here i am covering 
one of the longest series, which it's actually, to my surprise, not the longest series. Uh, there's, I mean, I figured there's probably other stuff that's longer, but nothing that I was familiar with. But uh, yeah, I'll get into that later. So One Piece is an action, adventure, uh, comedy, shonen, blah, 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 pirates. <laughs> A lot of genres, um, especially the blah, blah, blah one. <laughs> and it's written and illustrated by Eiichiro Oda. Eiichiro Oda. I think I pronounced that right. Wow. That's a mouthful. Eiichiro. That's a pretty cool name. Anyways, um, it's considered a shonen. Uh, again, that's a uh, manga aimed at the teenage boy demographic. It uh, runs at, runs in Weekly Shonen Jump, and it has been publishing in the, that magazine since 1997. I don't believe the volumes were started being collected until like 2000 or something like that. I forget. Um, and there are currently 91 volumes in Japan. 91. <laughs> um, Viz um, is publishing it in English, and currently they are in volume 89, so they're practically like on pace with the Japan releases. Um, 89 actually just released, I think, earlier this week, um, and they've been publishing the volume since 2002. Um, and of course, there is, you know, One Piece is huge. There's like a bajillion video games. I think uh, when I read Wikipedia, it said like 13 films uh, Wikipedia, Wikipedia, <laughs> um and there's almost 900 episodes of the anime you'd think that one piece was the longest series uh, it's probably the longest series that most people are somewhat familiar with but it's actually only the 26th longest manga so manga like jojo's bizarre adventure uh major which is that baseball manga hajime no ipo which is the boxing one they are much longer than one piece so to my surprise it's kind of insane i didn't even realize especially jojo's like i knew there was many iterations of jojo's because uh, it's just like follows generation after generation of these this family but uh i didn't realize it was longer than one piece it's crazy um yeah, so just to get an idea of the just the popularity and the awesomeness of this series, um, um, as of January 2019, the manga has sold over 455 million copies worldwide, making it the best-selling manga series in history. And if you look at some of the posts of like Oda's house, or practically a mansion, uh, you can... Um, you know that dude's making bank <laughs> like that. One Piece is a monster seller in Japan. It's insane. Um, yeah, and it, it became the best-selling manga for the 11th consecutive year in 2018. So it's been selling strong for, what, a decade? Almost over a decade. It's crazy. Crazy. Um, and uh, for those who are not familiar with the story, we have um, a boy named Luffy, Monkey D. Luffy. Um, and he is ready to embark on an adventure across the sea and gather a pirate crew in search of this treasure called the One Piece, which um, this old pirate king, um, I believe, uh, left for everyone to find. Um, but he didn't give an exact destination. He just said it's known to, or I'm sorry, it's, he said it's on the Grand Line, which is like this strip of ocean um, that uh, it's supposed to be super dangerous because that's where all the pirates are um and they're all looking for this giant treasure and um yeah and he's basically like whoever can get it it will you know be worthy enough to whoever can find it will be worthy enough to claim it and so yeah so then everybody's trying to set out and be pirates and get this treasure um on the grand line they got to find it um and i looked at the one piece map uh just because i was curious where the grand line was so the one piece map it's it's actually pretty interesting. So the continent is, I'm sorry, yeah. The, there's only one 
main it, there's only one continent like it's a strip it kind of looks reminds me like of the ring from halo it goes around the whole globe um and it's just a strip of land that goes around the whole globe but most like 90 percent of the the planet of one piece is uh <laughs> one piece is earth or whatever is ocean it's crazy so there's just one continent that circles around the whole globe it's just one long continent and then you have these two huge bodies of ocean on both sides um and then somewhere in the middle of that ocean uh a little ring around uh but that goes that goes between both oceans or that goes through both oceans is the um is the grand line uh yeah so it's a it's a really you think that you would think it's like oh the grand line must be like some small area in the ocean no it's this huge strip of ocean that goes around circles around the whole globe um so it's no wonder why this series is so long because they're searching for a treasure on a on a you know on a regular boat <laughs> that's going around the entire globe that spans the entire globe. Um, so yeah, that's uh, interesting. Uh, I just thought that was interesting to point out because to get a perspective of like the tasks that they have ahead of them. Granted, I have no idea where the story goes in the future. The fact that it's so long baffles me. But uh, I am I'm excited to see what I'm going to be reading in the future because currently I'm only so I think last time uh, last episode I said I was like at volume twenty well I lied I was actually at volume seventeen that's where I left off so I'm in the middle of the Barrick Works arc if, they, if we pronounce that right Barrick Works let me make sure yeah I think it's called Barrick Works um, so I've so I've gone through uh, quite a few arcs at this point I've met a lot of the major main characters. Uh, the Barrack Works arc is where um, we get introduced to um, Chopper, which if you guys are familiar with the art or any you know anything from the promotional materials for One Piece, you might have noticed like a reindeer looking thing. That's Chopper. Um, so I finally get to meet him. And I think he was like the last main addition to the original crew. I know later there's like time skips and so on and so forth. And you meet um, you get a few more additions to the crew. Uh, but um, and there's so many characters in One Piece in general. That's kind of crazy trying to keep up but um yeah i know later you, there's more uh, but right now for like the original the og crew uh, i think chopper was the last one i had to meet i might be wrong so i'm almost at the done being introduced to like the the main cast here um but uh yeah so that just to get perspective that's where i am um for those of you that read on a chapter by chapter basis that would put me at um i'm in the middle of volume 17 so that would put me at like chapter 148 um so yeah, I've got a long way to go. <laughs> um, and I bought like the first 20 something volumes. Um, but now that we have the Shonen, the new uh, and improved Shonen Jump app, and now um, there's the Shonen Plus app. Um, now that we have that, um, being able to uh, read One Piece should be a cinch uh, and it'll be a lot cheaper for me. <laughs> a lot cheaper. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, sorry if uh, the quality of the mic changes i'm moving around my phone but uh yeah so uh, and, uh excuse these sniffles my allergies were going crazy today um so yeah so one piece yeah you got this dude luffy he's looking for he's trying to gather a pirate crew and he's trying to sail the sea and make it to the grand line and then when he gets there he needs to find the one piece the you know this mythical treasure <laughs> that's somewhere hidden in the sea um of course uh you know, he's as he's gathering his crew, he gets into a ton of shenanigans. Um, the, and you learn the backstory of each of these characters as they're introduced. Uh, characters like Nami, um, who is a um, 
what do you call this? A navigator. She's a sea navigator, but she has like this disdain for pirates. So Luffy has to try to win her over. And then you kind of learn what's going on with her. Um, you have Sanji, who's a cook um, that cooks on this uh, on this boat in the middle of the ocean. It's like a drive through. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And um, then you have and he's kind of like the ladies man though i don't know what finds him so appealing because he's just kind of a perv and he's <laughs> perv and he's like a little he's a little obnoxious sorry for the sanji lovers i just haven't really warmed up to him yet um most of the jokes involved with him is like him obsessing over nami um so it's, he's not that funny <laughs> but i have i have it to be one over um usopp is probably my favorite uh he's uh from this village where um he has a reputation for lying um, and you kind of learn why he does what he does. Um, uh, but he's a, uh, I guess they're marksman. He uses a slingshot and, uh, he's actually, he can be competent when he's not just being a total baby and running away from situations. <laughs> no offense to Usopp, but I mean, that's who he is. Like he's kind of a coward, but he's a really likable coward. I don't know. And then we got, um, Zolo or Zoro. Okay. So I forgot for the longest time, I thought his name was Zoro, I think, because, I don't why did I think his name was Zoro? But I don't know. Anyways, I'm reading the manga now, and it says his name is Zolo. I swear to God, it was Zoro, and I can't remember where I got that from. I don't know if it was in the anime, like, because I know the anime was redubbed, uh, because originally it was released by four kids with the awesome Geico, Geico <laughs> theme song, the One Piece rap, um, and then it, it was, like, re uh, reacquired by Funimation, because it was four kids before, now, and then, like, in 2007... Uh, it got um, reacquired by Funimation, who redubbed the series. And I don't know from that if from that transition they renamed him from Zoro or Zolo to Zoro, and then the manga still calls him Zolo. I have no idea. But anyways, yeah. So he's a samurai, or he's a swordsman or whatever, and he's he, he has like this art of three swords. So he has like a sword in his mouth, and then two swords in his hands. And uh, he's just so cool. He's super cool. Um, and he's kind of like the gruff, just like he's not like a t- total like. Um, was the way to put this politely <laughs> like total stiff like he, he like he's a likable dude he, he likes to just like chill uh, chill sit back and laugh you know like but he but he's like the most probably competent fighter in the group um he's just so cool when he's on the page like i mean come on he has a sword in his mouth i mean how cool is that you know um and then yeah then there's just luffy um one thing i forgot like the main conceit of this is that he um when he's as a child he ends up eating this uh fruit called the gum gum fruit it is one of the many devil fruits in the world and these devil fruits basically grant you some strange ability um they don't really treat it as a oh you got now you have superpowers they more liken it to like a curse so luffy and anybody else who's eaten devil fruits they are essentially cursed and uh they're no longer human they they become like these some of them become like just these deformed monsters uh luffy like his you know his appearance is intact until like he starts fighting and it's like all of a sudden he's stretching his legs like freaking 30 meters you know like (laughs) it's it's insane or like twists his body contorts his body in like strange ways um but uh yeah so he gets to uh yeah he's eating the gum gum fruit which makes him rubber the side effects to all the gum gum fruits i i believe is that you can no longer swim which as a pirate is really devastating it doesn't make exactly make you a you know um primed for battle on the sea because <laughs> if you fall in the water you're screwed um <laughs> so you know um so that's that's the uh, downside to it but um you can get really strange and 
uh, fascinating abilities out of eating these gum gum fruits. I can't remember why he ended up eating it, but knowing Luffy, it's just like he's one of those, uh, sh- you know, shonen protagonists that's like really loves food. Um, so he just eats and, and, and he t- comes across this fruit and it's like, hmm, this looks tasty, he eats it. <laughs> and then voila, we have our rubber band man. So yeah, um, so yeah, just talking about Luffy, I guess. Uh, yeah, he's like, okay, so he's not <laughs> very smart. Like when I, like when I see him, when I'm reading, it's like this. Luffy's like a child to me. I'm not sure how old he's supposed to be in the manga, but he acts like a child. And he's like, "You hurt my friends. You're a bad guy." You're like, like you know, I don't know. Like the way he talks, I could just imagine him with a really like childlike voice. Even though in, in the like dub of the English dub, he has like this really like, like uh, really like I don't even know how to explain his voice. It's not childlike at all. <laughs> like this kind of like harsh voice, um, which is hilarious. But, um, yeah, he's just, like, this super optimistic, like, happy-go-lucky. I Like, even when he's angry, I can't take him seriously. And maybe, like, later he becomes more, like, you know, edgy or whatever. Not edgy. That's a really bad term. I hate using that word. But, like, because I've seen, like, he, he gets more abilities later. And, like, you just see these, like, um, cool, like, poses of Luffy just, like, his hat, straw hat blowing and smoke surrounding him. Like, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. So, like, he, when, he, when, when he ramps up in battle, like, it's really cool uh, um, to see him just, like, throw down because like you know when luffy enters the picture somebody the, the bad guys are gonna lose like that's the one thing i like is that like to kind of create tension luffy will be might be out of the picture like incapacitated for a moment but then when he comes back in it's like you know it's about to go down um so that's what's really cool about luffy but he's just like i don't know he's just super optimistic super cheery like i love characters like that but he's such an idiot <laughs> he's so dumb and it like lends to a lot of the humor in the series or like luffy <laughs> he's just so oblivious like like i just got finished reading a chapter and like they're standing out in like 50 like 50 below 50 degrees below freezing or whatever and like he's commenting over something stupid and then sanji's like aren't you cold and then he just completely ignores him and then like the next page he's like wow i'm freezing he's like you just realized that <laughs> like that kind of stuff it's just so funny he's a really fun character um and then uh i i guess i don't know i don't really feel like talking about the other characters as much i kind of introduced them they're they're you know their their main gimmick again nami sanji and uh usap uh oh i forgot chopper so like i'm being introduced to him he's kind of like a doctor he's um and he's not necessarily he's not human obviously um but there's a history for that but i'm not going to spoil like the backgrounds of any of these characters Uh, that's stuff that I found the most fascinating when reading like their respective arcs where they're introduced. Um, you, man, oh my gosh, the backstories for these characters is so good. Outside of like Luffy's is like your, I, I guess like for at least in my opinion, like your typical shonen protagonist background, like he's inspired by this pirate king and, um, and, and as he grows older, he like, he, um, it's his dream of like sailing the seas with the crew and becoming a pirate and, and obtaining the one piece and becoming the pirate king or whatever. So like his, his, uh, his aspirations are very straightforward, but then again, that's just the kind of character Luffy is. <laughs> um, but like the other characters, uh, I think the first one you're introduced to is, uh, Zor- Z- Zolo. <laughs> um, you learn, uh, just about their background. I think Zolo actually is still a little bit shrouded in mystery, but like you learn a lot more about like Sanji, Nami, uh, Usopp and, um, chopper in their respective arcs and I, I just oh my god i love their backstories so much like oda is really good at like making these characters have like really compelling backgrounds and like reasons for doing what they do and, and the reasons for teaming up with luffy um and it's just it's so it just feels so authentic 
and it's just so oh man i i love these characters so much and i i, th- I that's why i think one piece has the reputation it does because these characters like oda could just keep introducing more and more and more characters and villains even the villains those are so wonky and like cool and crazy that like you just can't help but love them even though even when they're total dirtbags it's just like these it, like the the way he draws characters like the way he characterizes his characters it's just it's just awesome. Like you don't, you haven't, you can't really compare it to anything, uh, to any other shonen. I mean, I guess like, obviously, there's definitely inspiration from Dragon Ball, but even, even with One Piece, I feel like there's more variation in like the designs of the characters and just like their, their, um, their personalities and stuff like that. You you get a lot of like the same types of characters in Dragon Ball, um, especially with like the Saiyans. Um, but when it comes to One Piece, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> you never know. You really don't. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that, and, that, and that's why like, I'm, like, laughing as I'm recording this because I'm just thinking of all the wonky designs and just wonky villains. Even the bad guys, like, you can't take them seriously. Like, when things are supposed to be tense, it's just, like, <laughs> the bad guys, like, either their reactions because, like, when they're fighting Luffy, like, oh, my God, what is he? Like, <laughs> like he's way stronger than we thought. <laughs> Retreat, you know, like, like just, like, the you can't take the villain seriously. It's almost like stormtroopers in Star Wars or, like, or, like, oh, I'm trying to think. I was gonna make a Final Fantasy comparison, and I forgot what I was, where I was going with that. But um, yeah, just like yeah, like the stormtroopers in Star Wars, like they're just so incompetent, <laughs> especially compared to Luffy. And Luffy's just having a blast. Like that's the thing; it's so fun to watch him fight. And Oda just does, man. I I tried watching the anime; it was too slow for me. Like I I, you know, one thing I like about anime over manga is like you get music, you get colors, you get voice acting, but. Honestly, I feel like the manga is the definitive version, the definitive way to get through this story because one, it's just so long. And the and the pacing and the animation isn't so great in the anime that like you would be doing yourself a disservice by not watching it. But like with the manga, it's just like spot on. And there's less, you know, there's less censoring, there's um just better art in general. Like Oda's art is just like I'm gonna do the chef's kiss. Mwah. It's just beautiful. It's delicious. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just like his, uh, the way he, okay, so he really likes to play with angles, especially when like, well, with any character really, but like, it's always fascinating to watch Luffy fight because the way he can stretch and launch himself and just like, just like send enemies flying off the, like flying off the page. Like it's, it's so cool the way he plays per- with perspective. Um, and I, I think I commented on this when uh, I was doing a Dragon Ball the Dragon Ball episode and it's very similar but like to be honest I like the action in this even more because it's not like Dragon Ball where you got this super you're you're dealing with these characters that move at like insanely fast speeds so sometimes you're not always getting that level of um detail that you want from the fights you know but with One Piece you're not you're not having to deal with the same thing but you do have these characters that have these like just strange abilities but also like Oda's just so good with with again perspective and just angles um and just really feeling the impact behind each blow of each character. Even when Usopp, like, just, like, uses his slingshot, it's so satisfying to watch him pull the slingshot and watch, like, one of his attacks, like, one of the attacks land and hit somebody in the face, like, and just watch them barrel over or something. Like, it's so satisfying to read it and watch it play out on the page. Um, and especially when, like, a 2 prayed spread comes out, it always feels like a treat. Um the the yeah everything's just like it's so awesome like the, the i don't know how to explain it like it's very it's very a lot of it is like a very exaggerated like when sanji's kicking he's doing like his breakdance kicking like you can his legs like sh- 
he, you think you would think he ate the gum gum fruit because his legs are just so long. But um, and like same thing with all the characters. Like a lot of them have like these and 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 long elongated designs. Um, and I was just so so good at that. So good. Um, and I I can't like emphasize it enough. It's just so fun to read when the action picks up. It's so fun, and when there's not action, you're getting these awesome character moments and humor, and just like the world is is beautiful. Like the t- the types of like because you come across a lot of islands and stuff in in the series too, um, and you just like get to see the the way Oda designs. Like I don't know if he I'm sure he has like assistants. I don't know. I'm not sure how much they do. But, like, I don't know if they do the backgrounds, but, like, just the way, like, the, the the towns are designed and the islands and just, like, the different types of creatures you come across. Like, there's one arc that has to do with these two giant Viking-looking characters. Um, and just, like, the sense of perspective you get from them because they're huge and then you have these tiny, you know, right, well, normal-sized characters. Um, and you just have characters like uh, Buggy the Clown that can, like, pull apart his limbs and, and, and stuff like that. And just, like, seeing how Oda, like, fools around. Like, it seems like... I can just picture Oda just having a blast as he's drawing this stuff. Like, he just seems like such a, like, cheerful dude. <laughs> I mean, it definitely helps that his manga is selling a bajillion dollars and he's rich. <laughs> and, you know, but, uh, but like, I, I can just picture him just having so much fun writing and drawing this manga. Because his characters look like they're having fun. Um, and just, like, I don't know, like, the goofy facial expressions, especially with Luffy, who can, like, stretch his face, like, <laughs> just, like, take both ends of his um, his uh, mouth and just, like, stretch it really, really far <laughs> apart, just, and do, like, a, you know, stick out his tongue or whatever, like, oh, man, it's just, like, I can go on and on about, about just the art, art specifically, um, but, yeah, you you do get, like, again, you get these awesome, you get these awesome character moments, just like these really lovable characters. They're just so awesome. And you get really emotional moments in some of these arcs. Like I've never, okay, I've read like series like Solanin, um, Goodnight Poon Poon. Like those are very, very sad, uh, especially Poon Poon, very depressing manga. And they've made me feel some type of way. Like when I'm reading them, I get into like kind of a funk. Um, but I've never like, I don't think I've ever cried reading a manga. Like it's very hard for a manga to make me cry. But then I read One Piece and I get into like, I don't know if it was Nami's arc. I believe it was Nami's arc where I cried and I'm like, whoa, like I started tearing up. I'm like, this doesn't happen. Like when I read manga, then it never happens. Like, it's, I don't know if it's like, I'm not getting that the multiple, like I'm not getting the music cues and like the sobbing voice actors. Like it just doesn't do it for me usually. But like with, with, with One Piece, it's just like, I don't know how Oda does it. How can he be so talented at drawing and writing? And like, <laughs> just like his creativity is, is not on like any human level. Like it really isn't. This dude <laughs> needs to like, I don't know, man, but like he's been writing One Piece for so long. You'd think it would grow stale. I don't, I, I feel like the manga apparently is only supposed to get better. I mean, it has one of the highest rankings on myanimelist.com. It is the, it has a 9.06 on, on Mal right now. So it's ranked number five of all manga. And I'm sure like the ones ahead of it is probably like uh, Full Mile Alchemist Brotherhood, or Full Mile Alchemist, I'm sure. Let's see. You know, let's see. So we got Berserk, JoJo's Part 7, Full Mile Alchemist, and Monster. All of those are super well-regarded, like, super popular um, series. And One Piece is right up there with them, which is a really cool thing about. And just for perspective, after One Piece, number six is Goodnight Poon Poon, which is um, a series I just mentioned before, which I'd love to cover on this podcast. But actually, I'm going to recommend this. And I guess this could be a parting gift. Um, check out... Um, well, yeah, check out Goodnight Poon Poon. And also, when you check out Manga Machinations, if you've already read uh, Goodnight Poon Poon, 
uh, re- listen to their uh, Goodnight Pum Pum retrospective, because that's how I was introduced to them, and it's really, really good. But uh, anyways, I didn't want to get off subject. I just uh, figured I'd give a shout-out to those guys. They're, they are so cool. And same for the uh, Mavericks, the Manga Mavericks guys. Um, but uh, yeah, oh, man, I think I... I think I did good. I think I did the series. I didn't talk about specific plot points. I'm not going to talk about specific um, arcs in detail. Again, this is a manga introduction podcast where I basically uh, introduce a series to you guys every week and kind of pique your interest. Sometimes there are going to be episodes like this where I just gush about the series because I just love it so much. And I'm only 17 volumes in. Like the people, I just like really appreciate the people that are still reading at volume 89. You know, like they're they're really like, dedicated to the series, they, they, they love it when anybody new is introduced to One Piece, like, the community around this is so awesome, I love this series, I love this series, I love the community, and I cannot wait to read more, this is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite Shonen Jump uh, manga, um, even though, like, my first introduction to Shonen Jump was probably Naruto, right? Naruto has a soft spot in my, um, in my heart, but it's not, I don't think it's as good as One Piece, and that might be blasphemy to some people, but, like, Naruto has a lot of issues that kind of outweigh some of the um, positives for me and the nostalgia for me. One Piece I came on to a lot later, but I'm already enjoying it way more, way more. Um, but uh, yeah, so that I think is the end of this episode. Again, thank you guys so much for the shout outs on Twitter, the follows. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, like I check my anger like every day just to see if I you know got any new plays um you know if I got any new followers (laughs) like I I get really excited every time I see uh the numbers go up so um yeah I really appreciate it guys Uh, you guys are awesome um and uh yeah I gotta introduce next week's series so um I wrote it down so give me a second because (laughs) you think I would have this in front of me nope uh words 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 okay okay (laughs) sorry guys okay so the next series is called children of the sea um written illustrated by daisuke igarashi uh it is five volumes long i believe and it's complete the series is completed so um if you guys are curious uh you want to read uh some of it or most of it before i cover it then that will be cool again it's like this is an introduction episode but i also like to announce the series ahead of time in case you guys want to read a little bit get some so to get some idea of what i'm talking about when i talk about it on the podcast and of course that gives you the opportunity to send in your own comments your own impressions i definitely encourage it and i will include it in the show um so, and again, uh, the ways to reach me, I, I don't really plug this because it's like, hey, if you're curious, you could just look at the description. But just for the people that are coming on for the first time, if you don't pay attention to the um, show notes, uh, that I usually just say, uh, you know, I'll give a little synopsis or whatever of the series that, for the episode. And then I give you guys the ways to contact me. Um, and there's my podcast emails in there, mangalogpod at gmail.com. And then of course, Twitter at mangalogpod. And, of course, I announce the next series um, for the next episode. And I give the music credits um, for the show, which is, um, has always been and probably always will because this is my favorite song by him. It's uh, RUDE, um, R-U-D-E in all caps on YouTube, um, probably SoundCloud as well. Um, and the song is Eternal Youth. And I love it so much. And if you guys are curious, you can check it out on uh, YouTube. I I put the source in the description. And give him a good sub, uh, subscribe and a like. And uh, yeah, um, I'm sure he would appreciate it. Let him know that uh, Mangalog Podcast sent you. 
Um, yeah, and that will call it for this episode. Uh, I'm really glad I was able to get this out. And I went over time, which, you know what, it's totally worth it because One Piece is worth the time and attention. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And, yeah, tune in next week for Children. Oh, my gosh. Children of the Sea. Children by the Sea. Whatever. You know what I said. <laughs> it's in the description. <laughs> All right. See you guys. <laughs>